why tax policy experts fear, and this is this is this was keyed off of something I heard in passing, and then I went and did some research on it last night, and I said, you know, it, it's it's to me, it's a shame that there are a lot of subjects that we don't cover in detail that have material that has a material effect on you. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease your personal economy that has a material effect on how much money you're going to spend, where you can live, etc. There are a lot of subjects like that that is just left to these guys in, uh, in Austin, in Washington, D.C., that we should have input in, but we don't. And as such, the only people that are listened to are those lobbyists who can go and advocate for a particular group of folks. And that is what you see with tax policy. With tax policy, we have in Texas, we don't have an income tax. And what we have is a property tax. And in having a property tax, we also have things like within that property tax, a homestead exemption, meaning a certain percentage of your property goes tax-free. That helps people who uh, you know that, who are low income with a very low cost home? Uh, we also have some level of tax caps now, meaning your your rate cannot go up x percentage. I think it is currently at your tax rate, no matter what the value of your home is, cannot go up more than ten percent in any particular year. So that 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 is our tax policy uh, to run the state. We have a sales tax. And we have a property tax. And both of those taxes are considered uh, regressive taxes, which means no matter how much you, uh, no matter what you make or whatever, your, the value of your, of your property is what's taxed and that's static. That is something that is, in, in, if you take a look at how taxes work, that is one of the worst type of policies you can have for taxes. But let's go to the article. The article talks about what the debate is in Austin right now. And this is a part that I find concerning because the debate that's occurring in Austin, they, it's on grounds that to me makes no sense to the average homeowner, the average person paying these taxes, right? Remember what I said, whatever the taxes are based on whatever the cost of your home is. And I'll, I'll give you a, one of the biggest disadvantages of that subsequent to this part of the article. And it goes as follows. The article says, the question of how to cut taxes for Texas property owners sparked one of the biggest fights between state lawmakers this year. But when it's all said and done, either chamber's proposal would save the typical homeowner about the cost of a nice dinner date each month. I want you to think about that again. It'll save you 
about the cost of a dinner date every month. Still, the two options are hardly alike. They're hardly alike. While the Senate leader, uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, advocates for an increase to the state's at Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Homestead exemption, homestead exemption meaning the, the amount of your, the value of your home that will not be taxable. House Speaker Dade Phelan put his chips on a proposal to limit how much property appraisal, a key figure in calculating a tax bill, can rise each year. Uh, the Bowman Republican wants to tighten the state's cap on annual increases to a home taxable value from 10% to 5%, meaning in any given year, even if your house appreciates 100%, the the taxable portion of your home uh, could not be more than 5%. Let's give a a classic example. Let's say your house is worth $100,000. And I'm using that number because it's, it's, it's a round number, but a homestead exemption, all of that, which it makes another value better. But let's use this as a round number. If your house doubles to uh, $20,000, you cannot be taxed more. The the, the tax rate of your house cannot go up as if $200,000 is taxable, but only $110,000 is taxable because it can only your taxable rate can only go up by five percent, okay? I mean by ten percent. So that's important, and 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 that's that's sort of a good thing if you're going to have property taxes because you know uh, if your area gets gentrified, the, the the value of your house could double in a few months because you could live in a shack in an area that people want to live. The land value alone may may be several times the value of the house that you have, and it turns out then that you have, you have a huge tax bill to pay. So uh, that is the, 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 the guy, Dade Phil, and the Speaker of the House, he wants to put caps on based on the increase in the value of your home, while Dan Patrick wants to say, we increase the, the, the uh, homestead exemption of your house. If we ex- increase the homestead exemption of your house, then you pay that much less taxes, okay? Both of them, in the short term, will save taxes. In the long term, it's a stranglehold once again on middle-class America. We'll go through that a little bit later. But tightening, tightening the appraisal cap would lead to all kinds of repercussions that have already played out in California, New York, and other parts of the country. Tax experts and critics of the proposal from across the political spectrum warrant. They say placing a hard limit on how much appraisals can grow would create vast inequities between taxpayers, accelerate housing costs, and disproportionately benefit wealthy homeowners. That's what a cap does is what uh, they're saying, right? Uh, 
Even interest groups that represent the kind of business the cap is intended to benefit, including the Texas Association of Business and the Texas Association of Manufacturers, have come out against it, arguing that the proposal would create an uneven playing field that would benefit longtime business owners, never new ones. And let me explain what they mean it would benefit longtime business owners. If you have, if you buy a business or a business, if you have a property, and that property is assessed at $200,000 this year. And next year is at $400,000. Your tax rate with a 10% per year increase for that next year is only $220,000. 10% above the taxable amount. 10% above what it was before. However, however, that person who just bought that new property... In other words, another business owner. So let's say you own a pizza shop and the assessed property value is $200,000. The next year, you're only going to pay assessed value of $220,000. However, if a new pizza shop comes into your area and that pizza, same kind of building, same thing, but remember, its value is now $400,000. You are only assessed taxes of $220 as an old business there. But that new business that comes in is assessed a taxable value of $400,000 because that is what the property is. That's the market value of the property. That new business owner is at a disadvantage to that old business owner. But let's take it a bit further. Everybody cares about business, right? So the reason it's creating an issue is because these business entities, old business and new business are fighting each other and that, hey, it's going to cost me more. I will be at a competitive disadvantage to the old business because my property assess taxes will be greater than that other business. Though, so that's creating an issue with caps right now. Notice nobody is talking about the homeowner, right? They're not talking about that same issue applies to the homeowner to some extent, right? Because the homeowner that's been there, their assessed value will simply be what based on their previous assessed values over and over and over again. While, while, as it turns out for the other, uh, for the, the new homeowner, their tax rate would be higher. Okay, now here is the other, uh, the, the other, the other thing. If you are built, if you have your own home, and this is where I talk about this is a horrendously terrible tax, property taxes. That is in this form. If you have a home, and I'm talking specifically for housing, etc. If you have a house. You don't have a lot of money, but you're a very resourceful person. You like to build things. So you have this $100,000 house, and you add every now and then you get over, you, you, you're, you're in the construction industry. So as you're building other people's homes, there is leftover material, and you bring that material to your home every day, 
that you have some excess material. The owner of the home says, I don't need that material. Just take it with you, throw it away or whatever. And you bring all that material to your home. And with all that scrap material, you turn your $100,000 home into a mansion that's worth $500,000. But you're usual to an income that's only about $100,000 a year. That's all the income that you make every year. And uh, But you are so good with your hands, you create this magnificent home. And this magnificent home is now valued at a half a million dollars because of your work. But it's in an, you know, but when, when they assess this value, you cannot hold on to this beautiful home that you make because you, that you made because you can't afford the taxes, the, 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 the property taxes, the new assessed value of the property taxes on that home. That is the type of issues that you have when the, your state depends on property taxes, on homes, etc., to raise cash. Because remember, everybody needs a home. Everybody needs an apartment. If you're an apartment, the same things apply. You're, a part of your rent is that apartment owner having to pay property taxes, right? So therefore, if you have, if, if we keep these different scenarios of property taxes, it turns out that those of us who have to have a home, who have to have live-in property, that is, we are victims of having to pay these taxes, whether we can afford it or not, simply based on, on things many times we don't have control of. That person has control of adding to his home, which increases its value, but he doesn't necessarily have control of the value. In other words, he doesn't have control of how much more money he can make with, relative to that nice home. He does not, or he or she does not. But they will be penalized. They will be told, you cannot have nice things because you don't, even if you build it yourself, because the income that you have doesn't warrant you having that nice house. It, these are things that Austin's not thinking about. But somebody living in the barrio or the ghetto or Appalachia who doesn't make a lot of money, but who are, is resourceful with their hands, who can build things, who can help their friends build things. The state is telling them, you are forever going to live in these conditions because that is what your income warrants. That is a penalty that you have with these types of property taxes. That is the reason why a progressive income tax, you know, a lot of people when they hear, oh, in Texas, you're going to, we should have an income tax. And people are way against it as if it's going to cost them more. The fact of the matter is if you have a progressive income tax that works to fulfill the needs of the, budgetary, the, your, the budget of your state, it can be written in such a manner that it is based on your income. It has some, uh, some predictability. It doesn't follow the whims of the real estate market. It works in such a manner that helps you all. Texas, in my humble opinion, should get rid of property taxes on homes, should get rid of property taxes on cars, and should create property taxes on things like assets that are passive, like what again? 
if you're invested in homes, if you're invested in stocks, if you're invested in these other entities, then those things should be taxable. Because again, those things are determinants of wealth. But when it comes to having a home, etc., you shouldn't have to pay taxes on that because again, it, re- it, it changes the value. If you take a look at how our systems, our school systems are funded, et cetera, it, it, it creates a certain permanency if, of poverty, a certain permanency of given that you don't make a lot of money, you deserve to live a certain kind of a way. It is, it is not an egalitarian kind of a tax system. It is not a good tax system. In my humble opinion, I think an income tax makes a hell of a lot more sense because still people who make a little income, no matter where they live, they can, in effect, uh, build on their own. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.